Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Dice Warmers, a podcast where we talk about all things geeky and we sometimes have structure and coherent thoughts. I am Vas, and with me today, as always, we have Kaz. Hello. And David. How delightful. Hello. Hello, delightful David. Hello. What's delightful about today, David? Oh, I've, I've brewed myself a nice cup of tea and I finally discovered Orange After Eight, so I am now in total bliss at the moment. Only just discovered those. I'm sorry, you discovered what? Keep in mind, guys, there's a Greek in your company, so what the fuck is Orange After Eight? Do you know what an After Eight is? Something you have after eight o'clock? Okay, so it's a it's a type of uh, sweet or chocolate. Uh, they are flat uh, chocolates, and generally they've got mint on the inside. You're supposed to have them Ooh. after a meal sort of thing. Is it a brand, then? It is a brand, yes. It's called After Eight, oh, and right. it's, it's advertised as after your meal, you have one of these because hmm. it's a palate cleanser. Yes, just just one, fief, uh, sort of one wafer-thin mint. Yeah, very thin, square, mint. Uh, it's like it's like um, soft mint on the inside, like cream. And chocolatey on the outside? Generally yes. dark chocolate on the outside. Right. I think I might actually have had them. Probably. Oh. They come in little uh, black pockets. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I've definitely had them. And you slip them out of the sleeves. Yeah, yeah but apparently they are now, or, well, not apparently. They're, they, David has just discovered that there are orange ones. Yes. And I'm in total bliss. They are delicious. Not advertised. They are delicious. But... I am in total bliss. It doesn't take a lot to please you, does it, David? No. no. I love how he has to say not advertise. Yeah. You have to now. It's not sponsored. It's like nobody's going to pay us to advertise their shit, David. And there's the first swear word. Okay. And it wasn't me. How crazy <laughs> is that? Actually, we can <laughs> technically have one. If we say enough one, then it is explicit. Uh, it's going to be said. Vast is going to be the, the next one, I know. I thought that was just for the word shit. You could get have one shit. Or is it in the US? No, you can have one fuck. You can have one fuck. Oh, we said it twice now. Yeah, you can have one fuck. Uh, it's been a while since I had a fuck. You can have as many shits and bollocks as you like, but you can only have one fuck. Okay. I mean, we're definitely explicit now with all the fucks <laughs> being thrown around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, funny enough, they were. Have you ever seen uh, Monty Python: The Meaning of Life? Yes. Is that really a question that we need to answer, David? Every time I think of After Eight, well, apparently I... so because he's never even heard of Smooth Criminal. I know. <laughs> well, I have uh, just because it used to be on. Was it the NES or Moon Manker, the uh, old NES okay, NES yeah. game? Oh, 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 God! <gasps> Do you remember Kaz? Yeah. You you are of an age that you might have experienced this. Do you remember the Michael Jackson coin-op arcade video game? Yes. Oh my god. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> I love that game. I used to play with my with my best bud because you could play co-op. Yeah. yeah. And one was the white Michael Jackson, well, I mean the white dressed <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny on so many levels. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one was a dark suited Michael Jackson. But but yeah. you could get a power up and you would transform into a robot. Do you remember that? <laughs> I never I never got that. I watched ABGN uh, way, way back and they mentioned it. It was like what? Like, that oh. game for me is on the same level as uh oh what what was it called? Double Dragon. Do you remember Double Dragon? 
Yes. Uh, I, I actually don't remember that one, no. I, I, I played that on one of the arcade collections. Uh, Double Dragon starts with someone punching your girlfriend and kidnapping <gasps> her. <laughs> and you walk out of a garage with a cool car and just you start on your quest to get her back and just by beating up everyone in your path. Ah, it's, right. It's the most sexist, amazing game ever made. Yeah, mm. but it was acceptable back then, apparently. So, you know, yeah. they got away with a lot of yeah. shit. It was, it, it was casual sexism, you know? Yeah, Ca- casual <laughs> sexism. A bit like the casual racism that they yeah. had back then as well. Yeah, exactly. all yeah. completely fine. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the main characters called Jimmy and Timmy? I never said it was completely fine, no, but it wasn't. that's what happened. Yeah. But no, it was it was seen as acceptable. It never was acceptable, but yeah, was it eighties yeah. or nineties? Because there was a lot of arcade fighters during the nineties. But I, uh, yeah. well, I was a teenager, so who the fuck knows? When was I a teenager? I don't know. Eighties, uh, nineties. Yeah, 90s. I was born in eighty eight, so you uh, would have been a teenager in the nineties. Oh, you would have yeah. got all the good arcade games, honestly. I grew up in the like the late nineties, and all we had was three D immersion games that were. I got to experience all the evolution of the computer industry, and that's amazing. Like, yeah. I, I witnessed the birth of an industry that changed the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And I followed it through. Like, I I remember a time when we didn't have consoles or home computers <laughs> it wasn't a thing and then suddenly it happened and everything changed there was uh, such a magical time that's the only thing that's good about being born in 79 <laughs> <laughs> you got to live the atari the original NES, the sega yeah uh, everything i went the ColecoVision as well i grew up with the sega the sega was the first console we got so sega master system no, we, we had my we had my uncle's cast off. So every time he got a new console, we right. got his old one, which was freaking <laughs> awesome. So we had the original Sega. That's a good. That's a good deal. Oh yeah, yeah. it was brilliant. But we oh, we were the man. only nieces and nephews he had at that time. So we went down this um, tangent now. Yes, I don't even remember what the fuck we're talking about. We talked about After Eights. After Eights and Michael Jackson. <laughs> How did we get to Michael Jackson? Uh, because David has never heard of Smooth Criminal. So no. well, I have listened to it. I just cannot remember any of the lyrics. Right. But David was saying something else. And then Cal said, yeah, but you haven't even heard of Smooth Criminal. And then we had this conversation. So I can't remember what David was saying originally. Yeah. <laughs> David, do you uh, remember? I cannot remember, actually. I was so in bliss with the After Eights that I completely forgot. Maybe there's something in them that uh, I'm not aware of and that's causing my memory loss. But I, I don't know. It was a good tangent. You know it's going to be really freaking annoying, though. <sighs> when you edit this. When I edit this, I go, that's what we were talking about. God damn it. I'm going to kick myself. When you listen to it ten times, you go, ah, oh, finally I get what David's on about. What you can do, Kaz, is try and, you know inject some voices in there, try to mimic me and David and have a conversation. That'd be really fun. Once I've listened to it, you want me to record myself yeah. mimicking you two. Exactly, and having a conversation. And just tag it in somewhere in the middle, at the end or in the middle somewhere. I think after after the, the music, I'll just tag myself in having a three-way <laughs> conversation because apparently we do it three ways and just... I don't know. Oh, is it, is it just me who does it three ways? I just you. 
somehow. But you're slowly going into it. Three ways, by the way, are very, very weird. Don't, I mean, they're uh, why? I'm not 100% sure how a guy could do it three ways or have it three ways, but I, 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 and now everyone's thinking about it. Yeah. No, I was mostly, mostly talking about three ways, not a guy having it three ways. Ah. Uh, but okay. Do you mean like if you were to get into a crossroad, you either go forward, left, or right? Or, but then you could go backwards as well if you're reverse. But... No, you Yeah, you could be like, fuck this crossroad and just walk back. <laughs> Did you know that crossroads were usually places? where people would make pacts with the devil. The devil's crossroad? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Crossroads is actually a really shit TV show? I did not know that. Yeah. What's it about? It's one of those soap opera dramas. Right. And I believe it started off about a load of teenagers in a school. I'm not 100% sure. I never really watched it that closely. See, if it had started with someone making a pact with the devil in a that crossroad, cool. it would have been way cooler, I think. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's and why it's shit, because it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't involve the devil, hence yeah. it's shit. Unless it did involve, and then over the course of the many episodes, you actually find out the reason why their reliving school is because of a pact with the devil. It, it did involve whom, David? Hmm? You didn't say someone's name intentionally. intentionally. No. Uh, I mentioned that uh, whomever had made the uh, pact. I, I have never watched Crossroads, by the way. A pact with whom? Why the devil? Okay, <laughs> he was. It, it sounded like he was avoiding saying the devil. <laughs> I was intentionally. I was intentionally vague. Why? Because it might be just another demon. You think you're going to summon him? No, honestly not. I don't think you're special enough for summoning the devil. I'm ooh, sorry. Ooh, I, I take that personally, David. I think what you should do tonight is stand in front of the mirror and summon the Lord of Darkness and prove Kaz wrong. Yeah, go for it. I mean, if you really want to, and you can. If you're doing that, could you please record it? Yes. No, because. Oh. I, I'm just. Ah, oh, I'm a scaredy cat. I don't. I don't. <laughs> He's never sold his soul to the devil. No. I mean, you don't have to so- sell your soul. You know. Trade it in for something good. I'll just ask for. Uh... I'm sorry. Is that not what everybody does? That's a that's a nice topic. Would you? No. Wouldn't you? I mean, my no. answer would be no as well, because. Mm. Like, if, if the devil exists, you know, the repercussions are that everything else exists as well. So mm. eternal life exists. I don't yeah. want to be eternally damned. Nope. <laughs> you know, eternity is a long time, you know? Yeah, but isn't that where all the fun shit happens? Mm? I mean, I don't think I look very good in white. <laughs> you can be naked in, hev- in heaven. Mm. You can even wear grey if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, grey is a shady colour. Mm. Gray is a shady color. Yeah, get it. Get it. <laughs> Thanks, Vas. I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't just for the case that so many have uh, so many places have sliding doors, automatic sliding doors. So if you were to actually stand on it, you wouldn't be able to get in. I think if you're a spirit, doors are not a problem, David. I think. No, no, but if you did sell, uh, this is actually a Simpson reference, though. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it wouldn't be a thing for me. But like an eternity of anything is exhausting, isn't it? Like even an eternity of heaven is like ugh, an eternity. It's never ending. It's not like a hundred years or a thousand or a million. It's an eternity. Yeah, like shit would get boring. I mean, mm-hmm. I have a lot of ideas for campaigns I want to run, and it would be amazing if I if I 
had God as one of my players, you know? Oh, <laughs> my God. No, because I reckon he's a cheater. <laughs> I reckon he'd cheat, you know? I don't, I don't trust this bullshit. Can you imagine the God being a rules lawyer player, though, at your no, table? I no, think, I think he would be a cheat. I think he would happily just like, oh, yeah, I rolled a natural 20, and you can't prove I didn't because, you know, magic, dice. Winley also, like, in the game, he would actually put his son in and go say, I'm a... He would be the worst player ever. Oh, I reckon he'd throw a tantrum as well. Whenever he didn't get his own way, he throws a tantrum, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. flood on earth. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. Okay, Je- Jesus, dude, you have to stop walking on water, okay? It's, is it your one trick in this party? Like, come on. Yeah. He- it's an eighth level spell as well. You don't want to do that all the time. You just exp- expend your uh, slot. If he didn't get his own way, he'd be like, well, I'm going to just flood the world. Well, I'm going to have a plague. Well, I'm going to have this. Yeah, That's well. basically what he did in the Old Testament, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> he was having a hissy fit. Yeah. <laughs> he was having a hissy fit because his player characters weren't doing what he wanted. The NPCs made trouble. Yeah. Oh my god, that's exactly what God is. He's a horrible DM. He is oh. a bit of a shit DM. He's a shitty DM that tries to railroad everything. <laughs> no, you're not doing what I want in this adventure. You, dude, you told us we had free will. You yeah. told us this was a sandbox. This is sandbox, yeah. open world, and now you're yeah. trying to control us. Fuck you. And and, and, now, and now you're disbanding the group. Oh, good job. Oh, we're all dead. Yeah, well oh. done, well done, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he came back. In in the New Testament for a second chance, and he chains himself to like, oh, I'm my son now. I am my own son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the twist is, he actually was uh, in the end. Everyone saw this coming. You, you can't see me, but I'm making air quotes. <laughs> yeah, we can hear him in your voice. <laughs> Why hasn't there been a biblical RPG? Oh, there have there have they have. Been. have there? Yeah. 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 But does it include like like good and evil or anything like yes. that? Like you... a biblical RPG including good and evil? Certainly not. Yes, of course it does, David. You no, know, to play good characters, and you have to recite uh, actual passages to conduct spells, which are actually just uh, what reciting uh, the Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. That's way too hardcore. Uh, I activate burning bush at level three. Oh, I, ha- I had a girlfriend who activated that. She had to see a doctor. (laughs) 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 Did they not? Did they not um, cast the uh, uh, a spell of protection? No, David. Don't ruin the joke. Every time. (laughs) Every time. Oh man! (laughs) Let's just brush it under the carpet (laughs) and move on. Oh my god! I see what you did there, Kaz. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so God is a bad DM. I think we've established that. Yeah. So if God is a bad DM, what is Satan in this analogy? Oh, he's the murder hobo. Is he? No, no God's a murder hobo. Yeah, God oh, is yeah. a fucking murder God's hobo. God's a murder hobo. Satan's mm. the, the downtrodden. They, Satan is David's character. Satan is the guy who left the group because he had enough of that bullshit. No, no, and no. he's trying to start his own group. Seriously, Satan is David's character. What? Like, no. Okay, no, no. Bear with me a sec, all right? Let, let me just... Explain okay. yourself. So you know how we think that David's character is the ridiculous one and he's like, oh, I can't believe you built another character like this, David. So stupid. But when yes. really he plays the character, we look at it and go, you know what? His character's not that bad. It's pretty good. 
He's just... Yeah. We underestimate David's characters, and I think that's what Satan is. He is the character that God went, well, fuck you, you're an idiot, and, you know, just kind of trod all over him and treated him like a, a fool. But really, mm. his character's pretty fucking hardcore. Very complex. Yeah, and then Satan walked out of the game, and he was, fuck you, God. But then yeah. turned back up and then tried to uh, sabotage the game? No, I think he's trying to save... He's not trying to sabotage the game. That's God's story, David. He's trying to <laughs> save everybody from the tyrant God. Yeah, he's trying to give everyone a fucking good session. That's all he's trying to do. And God's like, mm. no, fuck you. If you're going to play with him, I'm going to condemn you for an eternity. Yeah. Screw you. Go straight down. <laughs> I'm so going to hell for that if there's a God. <laughs> but this is the kind of stuff they would have in Bible studies, wouldn't they? They sort of discuss no. this. Can you imagine if I went to a Bible study group and presented this theory? Yeah, I'm fairly certain, though, Vass, that if you're going to hell for everything you've said, so am I. So D&D group down there, woo! Yeah. Actually, it'd be nice to have I have to play with you there as well for all eternity. For eternity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But would, would you imagine that the torture would be every time we roll something and, uh, say, an enemy attacks us, we actually get inflicted with that pain the enemy is attacking us with. But we have no death-saving throws. We just return back. So we kept getting uh, hurt. Wouldn't that be the sort of compromise for why, that? Why, why are you overcomplicating torture? I don't know. I don't know what they do down there, honestly. Like, I, I, think, I think it would be our personal worst campaign ever experienced. It would be replicated, and we'd have to play it over and over and over again, and we couldn't quit the group. I know which one Vastus is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst one. It's top three, though, Kaz. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> you know what I actually... When, yeah. I first started, um, when I first started in the company I'm working for, I hadn't had any training, and I was waiting for access to the systems. So to... Uh, keep me busy, the person I was working beside said, we've got all of this old paperwork, we need to remove all the staples so that we can shred, shred the paper. Yeah. She had me sat there for a week and a half de-stapling paper. Mm. And I swear to God, I thought, this is what hell's like. Did you have a tool to do it, or did you have yeah. to use your fingers? No, I had the tool, but by the end of See, it, the tool actually was broken. It had been used that much. In hell, you wouldn't have a tool. You'd use your fingers. Well, your fingernails. In hell, I would just tear off the corner, but I wasn't allowed to do that in the real life because that was wasting paper. Oh, God. Yeah. But what if you split the page if you took out the sable? I've done that before. It doesn't matter. She was going to shred it anyway, David. The paper didn't matter, but I had to remove the staples, and some of them were those big staples, you know, when you've got a massive staple gun. Oh, yeah. Some of them yeah. were that, and they did not come out easily. They were holding like 50 pages together, and I was like, this is That's bullshit. why at work I'm using paper clips now, not staples. Yeah. And they're great. Yeah. And well, reusable. I find crocodile clips are quite nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. See, Kaz, what, what you should have done, Kaz, is use all that paper to write, like, I don't know, maybe a book. <laughs> mm. Use it as a manuscript or something. I don't yeah, know. I mean, you didn't. You wouldn't necessarily need to complete it. Maybe like three quarters of the book. Mm. Yeah, okay. I see where you're going there. With a lot of backstory as well. There must be a lot of background as well. So apparently, 
our dear listeners, Kaz, mm-hmm. when she was 16. 15, I started. 15? 15 okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Kind of wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a fan fiction book, it was a genuine to-be novel. Oh no, like a proper world of her own and like characters and all that, right? Yeah. Okay, and Kaz has promised <laughs> that I can have that book and read it and then present it to the podcast. And I'm so excited. No, no, no. I never said you can present it to the podcast. No, 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 no. That was the agreement. That was not the agreement. <laughs> I thought you were doing a dramatic read of it. I've got I've got plenty of scripts that you guys can uh, read to the podcast that I, I wrote in university for my film and television production course. So Is one of them called... Um, oh, what's the name of that? <laughs> of that Michael Scott one. Um uh, Threat no. level midnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I got a, I got a few different ones. One of them was about an office worker actually, who mm-hmm. ordered a crossbow online. Right. Um, and then oh, yeah, don't don't spoil it. Oh, okay. I want to read it. All yeah, right, right. I'd be interested in that. And as then well. I've got uh, the one with the superhero, which is mm. very, very, very much a jokey one. Um, take take the piss to the grand scale. Mm-hmm. Um, you see what he's doing here, David. Right, just trying to downplay our expectations. Like, no, no, I mean, that's a joke. It's not a stupid. No, <laughs> no, it genuinely was. It genuinely was a joke one. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know me. I don't do serious very often. Mm. So when I got given the choice, or ever, yeah, well, I mean, I do. I can. You've done ser- You've done serious, but it's always. It's always outlined by a bit of laughter. I choose not to most of the time, but mm. I can. Anyway, but Kaz, I like, please, <laughs> I, I need that book. <laughs> the scripts as well, sure, but I need that book. Yeah. Like, I have oh, to read it. No. It's, it's now, just... like, my, my goal in life <laughs> is to read that book. Like, I don't have any more ambitions. I, I, <laughs> I don't care about my career, my personal life. I don't care about any of that. I want that book. <laughs> You know what makes it 100% better, right? When you learn that it was written in a... Uh, do you remember those books that they used to give you in primary school with the lines on the pages? Yes. The little A5 type books. It had a little red line across the edges, didn't it? And the blue. Yeah, it had a red line and blue blue lines going going across and then a red line going down for the... Uh, Does it have a sticker with your name on the cover? It's got my name on the cover, but it's <laughs> yes. got pink cover. Oh my god! Yeah. Did you laminate it as well, so it didn't? No. Get oh, I used to laminate all my books. If you if you come back to me, Kaz, and say, "Oh, I can't find it. I must have misplaced it," I- I'll never forgive you. Me. I will. I I do believe I still have it uh, because mm-hmm. I had every intention of finishing it at some point, rewriting it so that it was actually good as an adult. Because when you're oh. 15 year old, you think everything you write is good. Uh, so I had every intention of rewriting it as an adult. Okay, mm-hmm. I think we need we need a permanent but... uh, like column in our podcast where <laughs> where I read excerpts excerpts ex I can't say that word from from yeah. your book. Mm-hmm. Like every week, I'll pick like a paragraph or two and just oh. dramatize it and present it, and it's gonna be the best thing ever. I think you're I think you're expecting a lot out of this. That there, yeah. there might not even be paragraphs and sentences that might just be the whole planning of a book with no actual bits i'll find the humor in it trust me (laughs) (laughs) 
And we will call it Classy Dice Warmers by Fire. David, ne- never never name anything in your life, yeah. David. Like, if you ever have a child, <laughs> ask someone else to name it, please. Because you, you'll probably end up naming it what Elon Musk named his oh. child, and that's just wrong. Mm. It, will, it will be about a first name and then four middle names, and then it will <laughs> have two surnames and then a nickname as well inside. I think you should call your, your child blank. And just let him, her, it decide what he wants to, he, she, it wants to be called. No, because it will get stuck with the name blank. It will go to school and it will be called blank. Or maybe maybe call him like nothing, like literally nothing. There's nothing Just don't give it a name. Maybe you should just let the person who's having the baby decide on a name. That's true. But then would they be as indecisive as me? And then wait about a year. Not being funny, David. Anyone you find who is accepting of you, marry you, and have your children, it's got to be good for you. Yeah, anyone who's willing to marry you yes. and bed you. Because if you can't make decisions, they'll have to be the ones to do it. That is true. Well, actually, we could be both. Dis- I, I would, I would love it if we we're both indecisive. Because do you know what you're going to name your first child? Um. Depends on whether it's male or female, I guess. Okay, but... let's go for female first. Um, yeah, what would you name your kid if you had one? I mean, bearing in mind that this is not like a choice that is solely mine. Obviously. But if if it was solely yours, though. I always like the name Ellen, E-L-I-N, but the middle name has to be Elizabeth. It doesn't matter what the first name is. The middle name has to be Elizabeth. There's a family name. Okay, and what if it's a boy? I don't know, I'm I'm very much into the old fashioned names like Kenneth. No Chris, Christopher. Like yeah, maybe Christopher or Michael or something like that. You know, the old fashioned style names, but not old people names. Charles. Not Charles or Kenneth or I kinda kinda like Charles, but it's it's weird for a young like mm-hmm. for a toddler, you know. But Charles when you're thirty, Charles is fine, you know. Charles is fine, yeah. But when you're a kid, you'd have to obviously be Charlie or something. But I, yeah, yeah not really into that name. What about but... Roderick? No, Roderick. 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 Yes, Roderick. I'm gonna go back to what Vas said earlier. Do not name your children or pets or fictional characters. <laughs> pets are fine because they only last a certain amount of time. But a child. Okay, I, I think I have an airtight case here, Kaz. David, what's your last character's name? Norman Bogarty. I rest my case. <laughs> yeah. Apologies to anybody listening to this whose name is Norman. Or Bogarty. No, it's not the, It's not Norman by itself. It's the Norman Bogarty. Exactly. Yeah. The one before that, David, what was the one before that? Uh, so the one before that... Ooh, what was the one before? Oh, Various Stage Hook. That's the other one. Yeah. Okay, so the one in... Um, the one in Cthulhu? The one in Cthulhu, yeah. Uh, do you mean the Samuel Nook or the... Um... Samuel Nook. Yeah, Samuel Nook wasn't that bad, actually. No, that one wasn't. Oh, um, what about uh, Flanders? Is it... Um... Oh, that was in... Kaz, uh... do you know, do you know uh, The Two-Headed Serpent? Yeah, you yes. know, obviously, because you've played it. Yes. This is going to sound so bad, mm-hmm. but I don't remember David playing in the last <gasps> sessions. <laughs> Maybe it's because it's so normal. 
He joined us for a handful of the sessions. Honest to God, like it, it's not part of my experience with that campaign. I don't know why. <laughs> like the other day, David told me, oh, yeah, I remember that campaign because I played the last bit of it. I'm like, huh? What? When? Honest yep. to God. How bad is that? I felt bad after. I'm like, what, what point did you join us, David? What happened when you joined us? Uh, I joined you when to uh, Caduceus uh, Institute where we were, you've done your first mission after, was it South America? So you came back to New York mm. and that's where, uh, when I met you, wasn't There's it? There's no way you you, uh, you joined that early. Yeah. Yeah, I joined that early. No. Um, you joined I, us. I, I skipped the first part. Okay, so we started in Bolivia. You 100% were not there because it, it was our behaving. Then we went, was it Oklahoma next, Gaz? I believe so. I thought we went to uh, like Bulgaria or somewhere first. Bulgaria? No. <laughs> no, there's another B. Borneo? Borneo, that was it. I think we went to Borneo next, didn't we? No, no, no. Really? It, it was the scooter state first. Okay, so Oklahoma <laughs> first and then... <laughs> and, then, and then Borneo and then Borneo and then New York or was New York and then Jesus Christ okay no. so you were there for like two chapters David yeah mm-hmm. fuck me and you can't remember I honest to God oh fast and I, I, f- I feel really bad because David must be thinking oh God he didn't even notice I was there <laughs> it, it, but it's not that like if, if something happened in my head I don't know I think it was the most normal in a way, I, I was kind of that... I, I put on an accent. It's because you weren't there from the start. It just didn't click for me that you were, you know, part of that mm. campaign. Mm. That's weird. Because it was the first one... Was Harry playing? Harry was playing, and I can't remember her name now. Was it Emily? Yeah, Emily. Emily was playing, Tash was playing, Nathaniel was playing, and then Kaz was playing. Yeah, and we had we had another player as well from RB Heaven who quit really early on. We had we had three different players quit on us really early on. Right. And we had someone called Ben. Oh yeah, Ben, of course. Ben was the medic, wasn't he? Originally? Was he the medic? I don't remember. I think he was playing a soldier. Yeah, he mm. was a soldier medic. And mm. then obviously my character was the germaphobe um of course. microbiologist. Mm. And uh <laughs> Tash was playing the Russian Nurse. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh man. That accent stuck with her now. Every character she does after that has got yeah. the Russian accent. She she does Russian better than Welsh, no. <laughs> well we're playing Icewind Dale and uh this for the listeners here. We're playing Icewind Dale. Don't you mean Icewind Wales? Icewind Wales, yeah. Except we got someone in Scotland, so <laughs> Icewind Wales. Tasha's character is got she's a very old lady. Uh, gnome, mm-hmm. I want to say, and she she's got a very strong Welsh accent. The problem is, right? Tash herself has got a, a pretty strong Welsh accent. Mm-hmm. She doesn't believe she has. She has, but she struggles to put on a fake strong Welsh accent, even though she could talk in a normal voice and it would work perfectly. <laughs> yeah, she struggles to fake the accent. It's always hard to fake it, you know, because you're very conscious of what you're doing. And you're overthinking it. And that's why every character I have has got a British accent. Just a generic British accent. I try accents. 
end up changing it every third word and then go to a British yeah. accent in the first place so, uh, you know, afterwards. So I may as well just stuck there. Your teen one you did uh, during Icewind Day at the end, uh, that was pretty authentic. <laughs> Never the teen one? I was trying to, trying to do a teenage boy with his, yeah. his voice oh, breaking and he ended up sounding like an old man at the end. That's uh, how bad it was. <laughs> finding his voice, you see, during that age, finding his voice. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that he ended up sounding like an old man did uh, not help. Yeah, I do. I do accents from my campaigns, but uh, not a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, it's hard to keep them up all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I've watched I've like heard there's tablets for that. Yeah, yeah, some blue magic pills apparently that can help <laughs> you with uh, your voice cords. <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, peppermint tacks? Keep it up anyway. <laughs> no. uh, the, yeah, I think it's uh, Vig Vags. I think they're called, not Tic Tacs. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Anyway, ah. <laughs> I love that David David got it like a minute later. Yeah, because um, he's so innocent. I, I, I was watching, and I know this is going to be very controversial, because I I like Critical Role, but I hate it at the same time. Okay. Because it's not mm-hmm. my style of play, you know? Mm. I love what they're doing, though. It's really good. But it's not what I would do in my gaming table. But... Fucking Matthew Mercer is so good, man. Like he, like the the voices he does and the characters, he is amazing. He switches like seamlessly from one character to the other, and he's so consistent with the voices he does. I mean, he's a fucking voice actor, sure. It's his job. I was gonna yeah. say, to oh, be yeah. fair, he's a professional. Exactly, but the the reason I don't, I like what Critical Role has done for the hobby, but I also hate what they've done for the hobby because every new people now that's that's joined the hobby through critical role has expectations of a Matthew Mercer table and that's not going to happen <laughs> especially not your first no. tables you know it's you know as with everything it gets better with time well not everything i mean human bodies don't generally get better with time that's the oxygen guys Slowly poisoning. It's the oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, what's what's it called? Uh, Dropout. Uh, so mm-hmm. That's the college humor um, subscription platform, and they have their own uh, dramatized D and D sessions, and they have all yeah. these sets and everything. Like that. Uh, you might remember him from some of, some of College Humor sketches. Uh, Brendan, uh, Brendan mm-hmm. Mulligan. Yeah. I, I don't remember their names. I remember faces, but not names. Have you ever seen that sketch with the two elves? So you have the Christmas elves and you have the uh, Lord of the Rings elf. Have you ever seen that one? No. Um, well, you always have... He's a voice actor, anyway. But for every single character in that actual adventure, he's done a unique voice for each and every one of them. So when he goes into a voice, it's like, oh, what on earth? Like Eve does uh, female voices and male voices as well, and they're yeah. so distinguishable. It's definitely a talent. It's a craft. You know, it's a mm. craft. Yeah, it's it's an art form, isn't it? Yes. It's. I mean, it's kind of like acting, really, and it, it takes a lot of practice. You mm. know, and uh, wh- while it's great, it's not my aim for my games. Yes. Like, story comes first, and then if I can enrich it with these things, that's fine. But I'm not going to devote, you know, a lot of time into coming up with accents and ways. 
you know, I'd rather I'd rather my my NPCs have like quirks that are identifiable. Like maybe he's a smoker, or maybe he has like a a, a lisp or something, you know. Hmm. Rather than do a peculiar voice, I guess. Mm. Whereas I give my characters no voice, and somehow the players seem to attach themselves to him, <laughs> like old Yellow and Blackberry. Remember that? Well, Black, yeah, Blackberry didn't speak at all, and you guys have just made Blackberry a new buddy. I think um, it's a Chewinga, and obviously mm. they don't speak. They're about six inches tall, and the last game of Icewind Dale, they came across a Chewinga. They made best friends with it and took it away with them. Mm. In we were doing a lot of one shots before this, and there was a goblin called Yellow, and yeah. um, basically the goblin party they fought off a goblin party, and they kept this one alive because he he was called Yellow by the way because his token marker was yellow and Kaz was lazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, his token marker was yellow, so that I could remember which character did what. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at that moment, they asked why his name was Yellow, and I said because he's a jaundiced goblin. Mm-hmm. Um, so they called him Yellow. And uh, yeah, they obviously, he had a family, he had two kids and a wife and he mm. wanted to be uh, a comedian. Yeah. So David kindly gave him some gold to yes. start his uh, I think it was like five gold or comedic something. career. Yeah. And uh, he became one of their, their well, became one of your favorite NPCs. Yeah. He, he became a recurring character. Yeah. He did. Yeah. A few times. But you guys are just, you pick up random strays along the way. Every party does. Yeah. We're going to make another 11th town just for the amount of NPCs we save. Can we call the town 11? <laughs> <laughs> call the town a, 11. Yeah, that's a great name for a town. And just have all of your yeah. all of your NPCs that you befriend just go and live in this town. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be this area called 10 Towns. And it's got the 11 towns in it just to <laughs> mess with everyone's yeah. heads. <laughs> you know, like we is a campaign, so we are going to be spending a lot of time in there. So we may as well get to a destination. We kind of go, this is disused. Why not use it? Um, yeah, let's make a town. We, let's set yeah. this place. Yeah. And yeah. you want you want Yellow and uh, Blackberry to go and live there. Yes. It'd be like a, a, a town building, any game, you know, like you're doing the main st- the quest and then you have all these NPCs giving you quests in this little town you've made, you know. Yes, apparently this... we're going we're gonna to play a video game, Kaz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good luck with that one. Uh... Why am I saying good luck to you guys? It's me who needs the luck. Fucking hell, if you want this sort of shit in your game. I mean, you don't need luck. We're basically writing the adventure for you. Like, you just yeah. sit back and relax. Yeah, okay. Just okay. go along with it. That's what I say tell to my dates. <laughs> just, just go along with it. It's going to be a bit weird, but just just go along with it. Yeah. Oh, imagine that if it's the first uh, sentence you actually say to him is like, oh, just go along with it. But to a date, yeah. Yeah. You, you'll never see a human being run so fast, David, in your life if you say that <laughs> sentence to them <laughs> for good reason as well. But do you do it just as they've just got their food on the table, so then they feel awkward if they leave? Do you do that? No, because that's when they take their food to go and get the fuck out of there. Climb out the bathroom window. Mm. Oh, but you're not paying for anything, really. Well, you would leave the bill to the person who's actually still there. But so you, you don't. Hang on, you don't split a bill 
half oh, and I half do. on a first date. I, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been on a date, so it's <gasps> a case. Yeah, I've never been on a date. Or at least it didn't feel like a date a few times. I think we need to set up a dating profile, some sort of profile on a No, a I think I think we need to fix David up with one of our friends. But it's hard because he knows all our friends, I think. Well, not all your friends. Not yeah. all of my friends, no. But I don't think I have any single female friends. Hmm. Sorry, David. That are suitable for David is what, no, no, what she means. At, at all. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Sounds like a sitcom, single female friend. I'm, I'm not <laughs> coming to your wedding then, you know, if your, all your friends are taken. What's oh, the no, point? no. Rob's, on the other hand, he might have some single female friends. Ah, there we go. Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. But I, I do think that we need to we need to set David up with somebody older than him. But, go, but going back on the first date thing, like, mm-hmm. I 100% believe, like, split the bill. Like, yeah. there's so many... Okay, I'm going to sound really sexist here, but it's true. A lot of women expect for for the guy to pay on the first date. I'm like, first of all, that's insulting to you. <laughs> you know? I, I do believe that you're right. It's like, it's like you're whoring yourself for a meal. You know? Or, women don't see it that way. I think they're just being cheap. The ones that do it, mm-hmm. I think, are just being cheap. Or they are looking for a guy who can provide for her. Yeah. Um, because it's just in obviously ingrained into them from somewhere that guys have to do that. And that's not... That's not a good way to start a relationship. No. <laughs> no. You know, if I was a guy and I went on a date with someone who expected me to pay for everything, that would be a deal breaker because I'd be mm. like, well, no, you earn a, a, a living. You can fucking pay your way. Yeah. It's mm. it's different when you are in a relationship, obviously. You know, it, the, the rules kind of change. I'm not saying the guy, yeah. again, needs to pay for everything, but... No, but you're taking turns sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you'll pick up the next one. You know, it's fine. Yeah, alternate. It's weird on a first date. It's, mm. yeah, keep things clean. <laughs> I think first date should always be split half and half, or you pay for your own meal. You know, if, mm. if one person went for a, a lobster, which costs 40 quid, and you yeah. went for, like, yeah. a salad or something. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I meant, by the way. Yeah. You pay, pay for your own. Pay for your own. Yeah. 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 yeah, so if you're going to go for the garlic bread, and they don't want the garlic bread... You have to pay for the garlic bread. Well, yeah, you pay for your own meal. You order and you yeah. pay for what you want to eat. Yeah. And that's fair. Garlic bread. Mm. Well, now I, I want garlic bread. bread. Thanks a lot, David. Right. So I'm I'm going to say here, we've been going for about 40 minutes or so, and we've not actually spoken about any of the topics <laughs> we came to the table with. So yeah, who, who cares? <laughs> I think our listeners might care. Especially when we try and sell this to them with no tags of any kind because we didn't talk about anything of uh, use except God being a really shitty DM. Yes, we, we, we talked about your amazing book. Thank you very much. <laughs> not so amazing. <laughs> do not get your hopes up. I am telling you now, do not get your hopes up because you're going to be sorely up. disappointed. Everyone says that. I, I don't know about that, but I, really is a good thing. I plan to disappoint a lot of people by doing an RPG writer workshop and releasing <gasps> an adventure. No. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, nice. I would love to do that. I would absolutely I love mean, to do it. I mean, you can. Everyone can. Explain to everybody how they can. Yeah, so if you go to storytellingcollective.com, they do these courses 
uh, that are, that are aimed at creative storytelling and writing. Um, okay. So what's happened now is some role-playing game companies have gotten behind some of these programs, namely mm-hmm. uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Chaosium with Call of Cthulhu, and they're mm-hmm. sponsoring their own Write Your First Adventure. Okay. So you can either do a course that's like uh, a generic course for writing for role-playing games, or mm. you can choose to do like a specific one aimed at Call of Cthulhu scenarios or D&D scenarios. And I personally am doing the D&D, uh, sorry, the Call of Cthulhu one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, not that I need it because like I'm such an awesome keeper slash guy. You brag much. Yeah, you know, I don't need it. It's just, why not? No, I'm kidding. Like everyone, I think, no matter how good you are, you can benefit from these things. Uh, it's mm. nice to to exchange ideas. Mm. It, it launches on the 1st of November, by the way. So every day a new course unlocks. And the, the plan is that, that at the end of the full 30-day uh, course, you will have written your first uh, three to 4,000-page one-shot scenario. Wait, three to 4,000 page? Uh, sorry, not page, words. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I was going to say that. that that's a hefty <laughs> tone. It's, it's a four- to six-hour game, so it's a one-shot. Yeah, it's more like uh, a full book, you know, rather than a three, three and four. Yeah. yeah, no, it's 4,000 4, words or so. Uh, yeah, so it was... Uh, Chaosium took part in this thing... Um, when it was last done, I think like six months ago. Mm. And um, yeah, a, a lot of people published their first um, scenario through that. Mm. And uh, it's a good thing. And, Sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely doing it. It's very reasonably yeah. priced. It's like $35. I don't know what that That's translates awesome. to in pounds. Uh, probably around 30-ish pounds. I was going to say you've had about £25, £24, £25. No, that was back when the pound was actually... Strong, strong, David. That's no longer mm. no longer a thing. Yeah, more of towards twenty eight, twenty nine, then definitely. Yeah, but I mean, thirty five dollars for like a month long course. I think that's reasonable, and also you get access to uh, a Discord server where you can interact with um, the people teaching the uh, the course, and uh, some of the names for Call of Cthulhu. Uh, I mean, apologies to the people I don't know in this list, but I know uh, Paul Flicker. Um, who is like a published writer uh, with Chaosium? I think he, I think Paul co-wrote the core rulebook with Mike Mike Mason, if I'm not wrong. <gasps> um, yeah, so it's not like you know a random guy just telling you shit. It's no. like the guy has like industry experience. He's published uh, lots of games and scenarios and all that. Mm. And uh, it's him and a lot of other people who I, I'm really sorry I'm forgetting your names right now, but uh, Paul Flicker stood out uh, for me. Mm. Yeah, so I'm really definitely joining that. Nice. There is a free one you can do awesome. as well. Mm. But you get, I think, the first five uh, days for free anyway. So even yeah. if people don't want to spend, you can still um, do like the intro to the whole thing. Yeah. And see if it's for you, and then I imagine you could pay to do additional days. No. You have to pay before the course starts, or you're, you've missed out. Ah, I do. I don't think I have enough time in November to do this. Or maybe I do, I don't know. Um, I'm still writing my own. I think think you're supposed to spend like maybe an hour a day on this thing. So I think, Mm. you know, it's feasible. I I lacked out uh, with this because I actually have annual leave 
on exactly the first of November. So for nice. the first the first two weeks, I'm gonna be able to dedicate my you know my whole time to this. Yeah. So hopefully get a head start for the rest of the month. Nice. Yeah. It does sound awesome. Um, and from what you've said, I'm actually seriously considering it. I will have to review how much time I have in November, but. Mm. Yeah. You know, even an hour a day for me is is difficult to find. So uh, that's similar to me as well. Um, I mean, you can do two hours in a different day. You know, the courses uh, will unlock every day. Seriously, though, no, finding an hour a day is difficult for me. You think I'm going to find two hours somewhere? Oof. In between editing, it's like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, editing sound bites. Yeah, if the quality of the editing diminishes, now you know why. Kaz is taking up the course. <laughs> but then at the end of it, we know we're going to get a really good call, a really good uh, adventure about yellow. But oh, you, oh, you want me to write the, you write, you want me to write an adventure about yellow, yellow and blackberry? Yes, do a bardic adventure. Oh, Tash is actually doing it, Kaz. Oh, really? What? Yeah, Tash <gasps> is doing the Call of Cthulhu one with me. Oh, uh, nice. Okay. You should do the D and D one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, or the Call of Cthulhu one, but I know you're more D and D. That's why I'm saying. I've just because I've never run Cthulhu. Is there a yeah. Pathfinder one? I mean, there is not not a Pathfinder specific one, David. But I mean, D and D would do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can always you can always write the D and D adventure and just use the Pathfinder rules. Yeah, you can That's, extrapolate yeah. like the. You know, it's it's all fantasy at, at the end of the day. It's not about mm. the stat blocks. You know, no, it's no. about writing a story. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Or you can do the system agnostic one. Mm, that's true. I think D&D is so similar to Pathfinder because it was an offshoot originally. Um, I might even... I'm actually considering. When you first mentioned it, I went, mm, okay, but now the more we've talked about it, the more I'm going, that's well, feasible to do throughout the month. If, if you're going to do it, make sure you uh, register before the 1st of November. Yeah. Okay. Um, and listeners, if you plan on doing it, let us know because uh, we'll be interested in hearing uh, about your ideas. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But, no, it sounds cool. Yeah, it does sound cool, actually. I need to get really back into world building. I've, I'm trying World Anvil at the moment, and I'm loving it. Loving it, by the way. Uh, but it's the case now. I just want to get into the world building a little bit more. You should get into the world running a bit more. I know. I've got a Christmas adventure. I'm slowly importing everything into World Anvil, so right. um, just to help with uh, if you go onto a certain rock in a particular town, I would actually tell you the backstory of that rock uh, a little bit easier. I'm sorry. Do you think we're going to be asking you for the backstory of a rock? Well, you might, uh, unless it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I I don't care. <laughs> I mean, if he's killed up on the side of the road, I'm going to ask him questions. Unless it's like a, a really magnificent rock. I don't know. Even then, I mean, I don't think I would ask a rock a question. Uh, Sorry. I, I, can't, I can't wait to play David's Adventure. Just so... <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be intentional, David, but it's mm-hmm. going to happen. We're going to totally derail your adventure. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to be on my best behavior. I swear to God. Anyway. But if it derails, it derails. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play really serious, just so I can prove to you that I can play serious. Because you seem to think <gasps> that I can't, and I can, and I can enjoy playing serious as well. Oh no, I, I don't think that you can't. I know that you can't. <laughs> oh, that's me. Challenge I'm accepted. Challenge accepted. I will be very, very serious for the next game that I play. 
which is actually yours on the 30th. So I'm going to be super serious and you're going to hate it and you're going to think there's something wrong. Wait, is it mine on the 30th? Yes, yes it's the uh, Achtung Cthulhu, isn't it? Oh, the Achtung one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought it was the, um, the other Cthulhu one, the Dream No More campaign. No, it's your one with Nazis, is it? Yes, the one, the one you got really excited about the book. I'm really excited. I, I, I love Achtung. It looks really I'm good. I'm going to be so super serious. You're not going to know what's happened, and you're going to think that I have been abducted by aliens and well, replaced with a very serious person. A good, a good place to start about being serious about this adventure is picking a fucking character, Kyle. I can't pick the character. I'm waiting for everybody else to pick one. I'm happy to go with whatever's left. But if you really want me to pick one... It's only you and David left. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. well, in that case... If we roll a d6 and... <laughs> why? David, why? Why would you do it that way, David? That's the sort of thing I do, and he doesn't like that, okay? Don't do something that I would usually do. Oh, man. Read the character sheets that I painstakingly took out of the PDF and uploaded <laughs> on Discord. Read them. Yeah. Find something you are interested in and say, oh, I know Vass. That's what I'm going to play. It sounds really cool. <laughs> it does. I tell you what, I will pick one. As soon as we have finished this recording, I will pick one for you, okay? I'll, I'll, make, I'll make a prediction about what you're going to pick. I'm going to type it on our Discord server, so don't look on the Topics channel. Okay. see if right, I get okay. it right. Okay. Oh, yes. Go on for it. I mean, obviously, there aren't very many left, apparently. <laughs> what, two of them have been picked? Yeah, so there's three, there's three characters left. Okay. I better get in there before David, then, if you want me to do this prediction yeah. thing. <laughs> I'm going to go something that's uh, going to be quite support. I'm not going Doctor. If that's the one you think I was going to go. <gasps> I might be doctor. I don't know if a doctor is still available. There was like a medici type person, but I think it got picked. I, I, I don't remember now. But I think I know who you're going to pick. I'm just saying I'm not being a doctor because every other Cthulhu game I've played, I've been a goddamn doctor. <laughs> yes, or... but this is Cthulhu with Nazis. The firefighter. Uh, we, never, we never got far with that campaign, did we? No, we completed the main... Uh, or at least the beginning of spam. Uh, we didn't yeah. finish it, didn't we? No, we finished the like the couple of scenarios we ran, but we never did anything more with it. Mm. With yep. spam, <laughs> Jesus. And that's oh, why we didn't continue because our acronym for our group was spam. You know. Do you remember what it stood for? Uh, Society for the Paranormal Activity and Mysteries. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. that we got the acronym first, and then we tried to make it fit. Well, didn't we? I put I, I came up with it, and then when oh yes, you noticed did. it was spam until until you were like spam. <laughs> what do you mean spam? And then I came up with another one that ended up being source. I think I was just hungry at the time, um, and we had for, a lot what, of them. for spam. <laughs> Not for spam, just for food because I came up with spam. Came up with source. I think David came up with a poo. Uh, <laughs> there were there's so many of them, but yeah. All, all, all brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was me being serious, by the way, guys. That was my serious side. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I made fucking cards for that thing, and I posted yeah. them to all of you. That's how excited I was for that. I still have it here. Yeah. I mean, I, that, was a, that was a nice character. I enjoyed playing that character because... Uh, she was very physical. I, yeah, I've just discovered, right? I, I always used to play, like, sneaky characters, or I played clerics, or... Things that kind of stood in the background a bit. 
But I've just discovered I really enjoy being the barbarian type. Being in your face. Being in your face and just smashing shit up. Maybe it's as I am obviously getting more aggressive as I get older. Who knows? But I really enjoy smashing shit up. Poor Rob. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you think when you're like uh, 60, you're going to be extremely aggressive and you're going to be... Stabbing people with with needles, knitting needles and shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Making boxing gloves. No. Uh, I don't even want to think about being 60 because you know what? It's so fucking close. It is for you, it's, yeah. It's so around the corner. <laughs> uh, Jesus. It's not that close. Get over it. Come on. It is. No. It is because time goes by so fast. Let's not let's not go down that road, <laughs> please. We're gonna depress everyone. Let's try and end on a high note. No, yeah. you're just gonna depress you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, should we should we end off on a what I might back now uh, segment? Return back to that segment. Remember that one? Yes. We never had the what I'm going to back now segment, but okay. What has David back now? <laughs> Can you guess? What it all? <laughs> Thank you, Kaz. Uh, back to you, David. <laughs> all right. So, uh, most recently, well, I I've actually followed it for a little while through Cobalt Press, but... Uh, recently, they uh, Cobalt Press have announced a sort of D and D five E supplement uh, right. that is called uh, uh, Book of Ebon Tides, uh, which is an adventure law book that uh, goes into depth about the Plane of Shadows, uh, which is sort of an everlasting twilight plane. Uh, with a lot of fey magic. Think of, um, uh, is it Into the Feywild? But right. a lot less carnivally, more like uh, dark magic with so, a lot of rogues. I assume that. what caught your eye was the fame bit, right? Yes. I, and maybe the bear folk as well. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. And the yeah. and the charming art style as well, A plus, mm, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The art style, yeah. And also, I read the um, Playboy for the articles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very true. <laughs> so, book, book of book of Ebon Tides, Ebon Ebon Tides, Ebon Tides. Yes. Right. Oh, it's doing really good on Kickstarter, actually. Really good. Yeah, it's like two hundred percent funded. Yeah. Um. It's it looks ex- like I I like a book that has a lot of depth a lot of counter options a lot of options for sort of like different magic types and everything like that. i i like a book that sort of expands on something that you don't need to make so many customization or homebrew stuff it's already done eh, um i don't know i think i'm i think i'm at this point now where too many choice choice confuses me <laughs> <laughs> like i want a simpler system like oh you can be this and this and this and this and we have the rules for everything i'm like uh you know, I mean, I know it can be everything. That's why I play role playing games. But do I need rules? I I don't know. Like the way I saw this was kind of if you you always play say like um, more of a light hearted adventure. This one's more if you want that sort of roguey adventure. And I think D and D hasn't really done that in a while. They haven't done the solely rogues, so the criminals, the sort of the dark underbelly. They haven't really done that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they've done it plenty. But probably not in the five E, or at least very minor. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not um, uh, recently. 
Mm. Yeah, it looks interesting. I haven't backed it yet. I probably will yet by the end of this recording, but uh, I, I'm just like going, all right, this has this, it has this, it has this. I like all these things. Right. Plus, Cobble Pest have done loads of stuff in the past and they've all been very well received. So I kind of like it has a bit of legacy behind it. So I, 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 I'm still debating. Yeah, I mean, Cobble Press are the guys who did the, the Lazy DM Companion, right? Yeah, so I think they're famous. That's that's when their RPG fame began with that book. Yeah, so they, they've been around. They've been around. It, they know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I would say is that I see their special ed- limited edition. I go. Well, well, what don't you like about it? I like design. It's a nice logo, but hopefully it has the actual cover beneath it. It's kind of one of those logos, like. Uh, Oddworld, the book for Oddworld they made, just had a lime green cover with Oddworld on it. Right. I think I like it. I love the art style of the standard edition more than the limited edition. I mean, I just get the standard edition then. What's the problem? I don't see the problem. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love it. It's exactly the same book with a different cover. So if you don't like the cover, get the other one. Yeah. It also has a bear on it as well. So. I mean, I'll be honest. I really like the special edition cover because I'm I'm looking at it right now, and it's got um, what you call it, purple and yellow thingies. It's really cool. I like yeah. it. I think I got I got spoiled by the Into the Feywild um, cover, which was all metallic and had a uh, uh, is it a displacer cat on it? Right. That that was a, the the special edition one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I, I think I think I got spoiled by that one. So now everyone that has this minimalistic sort of art style kind of go, oh, it's nice, but... Yeah, so... Yeah, I like it. I don't see a problem with it. And it appears that you can work with Foundry as well, VTT. Yeah, apparently they're doing Roll20, Fantasy Grounds, Foundry. They're doing all the VTTs, so... Yeah, all good for them because the more content for VTT sort of makes it the number one platform next to uh, Roll20 eventually, wouldn't it? Fingers crossed. Give it a look. You know, it's always nice to support the the Kickstarter or the sort of lonely developer who wants to get their idea out there. So I, I say go for it. You know, if you feel it's worthwhile, support it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, well, well, we've had a very tabletop RPG centric. Uh, yeah, not like we usually do, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> we never talk about tabletop RPGs, right, Kaz? Nope, never ever. Not in this podcast. <laughs> Not in ever. I do believe that we have come to the end of our hour. Um, we have, yeah. So I think it is time to say goodbye. We, we have overstayed our welcome yeah. in all your houses. So I think it's time we get the fuck out. <laughs> but we will leave uh, strewn packets about so you know where uh, we'll, we'll be there. No. But- oh, you might. I clean up after myself. Yeah, don't leave packages in people's homes, David. What the fuck? That's his presence, you know. It could be nice. This is why David doesn't get invited to parties because he yeah. doesn't clean up afterwards. Ugh, I leave the red cups everywhere. Anyway, before he throws another analogy or whatever in there, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, everyone. Bye. See you next week, and goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.